new patrons Pixel Plague and Brian Butler. Thank you for your support and for helping to make these stories possible. To hear this and other episodes ad-free, listener shout-outs and more, help support the show through our official Patreon at patreon.com slash bleedersdigest. That's D-I-E-G-E-S-T. The following contains mature subject matter, coarse language, intense situations, and is meant for an adult audience. Listener discretion is advised. There's always a vacancy in the house of hell. Bleeders Digest, issue number 31. The Cats of Ravensbend Court. This story is called The Cats of Ravensbend Court. Written by Chrissy Fox. Edna Faust had never known herself to be lucky. She always tried her best at everything she did. And if she was being very honest, she was incredibly proud of herself for getting into her first choice of colleges. It wasn't a big fancy one or anything, but the one she wanted. In a new town, with a fresh start. And she was finally going to get her own place. Edna took college seriously, and she knew that meant living alone. Not having a roommate and keeping her head down and focused on the schoolwork. Not all that stupid shit that comes along with college life. That really wasn't who she was anyway. All of this was easier said than done. Edna had been scouring the four rent listings all over Willowpow. The town was small and beautiful, known for its forests and mountains. Just the kind of nature Edna needed to take on her heavy class load and still feel refreshed and focused. Now when I say Edna was unlucky, it wasn't an exaggeration in the slightest. She had lost her mother in a car accident in her early teens. She had two relationships in her self-proclaimed boring lifetime. One ended up being gay and slept with her brother. She, in fact, found them in bed together while she and Jeff were still dating. The other boyfriend broke up with her after 16 days because he said, end quote, I can't find anything to even talk to you about. You're really just not interesting. Yes, he was a dick. They both were. Once when Edna was in the 10th grade and her brother Elijah was in 11th, Elijah brought a bottle of Jack to school. He could be a bit of a partier and Edna was furious with him. What, did he want to get kicked out of school? She quickly took the bottle from him and hid it in her backpack, securely locked away in her locker. Well, that very day was the one the school chose to have a locker search. The bottle was found in Edna's backpack, and she was suspended for two weeks. She will never forget the disappointment in her father's eyes. After that, it really never went away. Needless to say, although she was a kind person, Edna had a deep-seated resentment towards her brother. And her whole miserable life, really. She just needed to find a place to live and begin her new chapter. Edna could not believe her eyes when she opened up the newspaper that Sunday and found a listing that quite possibly could be truly perfect. Maybe her luck had changed. One bedroom, private guest house with kitchen, large wood-burning oven, bathroom with a soak tub, and large shared backyard. One elderly landlord that keeps to herself. Yes! Holy shit! Edna scrambled to dial the number on the listing. 
The phone rings five times. Come on, please answer, please answer. Hello. Oh, hi. Good, um, I, I just wanted to inquire about the guest house for rent. I'm very interested. C- could I come see it? Oh, yes. Hello, dear. Would it be just for yourself? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm starting college there in a few weeks, and I really wanted a quiet place. Well, this is certainly quiet. Except for the cats at night. The cats? I'm looking for a tenant right away. I'm a very private person. I I like to be left be. Oh, yeah. Me too. Wonderful. Can I come see it today? Um, I I could be there by three. Can you come this evening? I'm not much of a daytime person. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, how's seven? Eight thirty. Okay, great. I'll see you then. Hello? Muriel has hung up the phone. Edna has butterflies. She's so excited. She scrambles around her seedy hotel room, getting ready and organizing everything. Hopefully this guest house works out because she can only afford another night or two in a hotel. It was 8.03 p.m. when Edna pulled out front of 693 Raven's Bend Court. The main house was set back off the street, shrouded by overgrown gardens and bushes, protected by a rusted black iron fence. The foliage was beautiful, though. Thick, but stunning, even though it was only lit by a dim porch light. She was early, but figured she'd take a walk around the neighborhood and check it out first. Edna hadn't considered that it could be this dark at 8 p.m. There were no street lights to be seen. She takes a quick look at herself in the car mirror. Eh, it's been worse. She swings open her car door and steps out into the darkness when... A black cat darts out in front of her. Edna leans against her car to catch her breath. She closes her eyes, trying to regulate her heartbeat. That can't be a good omen. (laughs) Edna looks around for the cat. It's nowhere to be seen. Hello? Is someone out there? She jumps at the sound of an older woman's voice. Oh, hi! Edna squints in the shadows and makes out a frail, elderly woman standing in the grass out front of the house. Sorry, I'm a little early. It's fine, dear. You here to see the guest house? Yes, thank you. Follow me. Edna follows the woman around the side of the house into the backyard. Sounds of howling cats begin to rise from the layer of night that wrapped them both. Don't mind them cats. They get pissy at night. The backyard was lush and spacious. A tall, dark wood fence enclosed the perimeter, and towering bendy trees casted shadows in the moonlight. Edna noticed branches twined together that looked like some kind of daisy. They were hanging all around the yard. Edna rubs her fingers over one of the twined-together branches. These are beautiful. Did you make them? Muriel turns to Edna. Edna can now see the deep wrinkles in her pale skin. Muriel could easily be 90 or more. The old woman squints, her eyes slightly annoyed. Mm, Yep, I did. She unlocks the door of the guest house. It's fully furnished. Hope that suits you. The wood-burning oven is very large and can be dangerous if it's not used right. You ever used one, dear? Um, no, uh, but I'm, I'm sure I could figure it out. They have videos for everything on YouTube these days. The old woman snorts, disregarding Edna's comment, and leads her through the space. Edna's eyes widen in appreciation. 
There's a great little space by the window in the kitchen she can already imagine herself curling up with a cup of tea in her homework. The kitchen appliances are old but sort of vintagey beautiful. The bathroom is simple but the tub's fantastic. Edna knew she would spend a lot of time in there after a full day of classes. At the end of a long hall was the bedroom. There was a queen bed with a flowery duvet covering it. Edna could already see herself in it. She looks up at the ceiling just outside of the bedroom. A string swings attached to a trap door. Storage, nothing up there for you. Too small to barely fit a person. I keep some old things of mine inside. Oh, yeah, no problem. I love the place. Like, really love it. If you're okay with it, I'd love to take it, like, tonight. <laughs> it's 650 a month with a half-month security deposit. Done. I'm staying in this awful hotel, and I can tell this already feels like home. All right, don't bother me unless the place is burning down, you hear? And if you come around in the daytime, don't bother. I'm not available. I promise to give you your space. Edna throws her hands up in surrender. You won't even know I'm here. Good. Later that night, Edna lugs the last of her belongings into the guesthouse. She turns to close the front door behind her and notices the black cat from earlier. It meows at her sweetly and steps into the house, rubbing up against Edna's legs as it purrs. Edna pets the cat and it licks her fingers. You're so sweet. I don't know if I'm allowed to have you in here. The cat rolls around at her feet. Okay, I won't tell if you don't. By 11, Edna was done unpacking her basics. The black cat was curled up at the end of her bed. She collapses into the duvet beside it, falling asleep almost instantly. It was still dark when Edna was woken by the cat screaming outside her window. She sits up with a jolt. What the fuck is her problem? It sounds like it could be every cat in the neighborhood. She feels around the bed for her black cat. It wasn't there. Edna looks towards the doorway when... Someone crosses the doorway. Edna gasps and blinks, trying to focus in the darkness. She realizes the trap door to the storage in the ceiling is wide open. Fuck. She worries that the cat somehow got up there. And what did she just see? It was too tall to be a cat. The cats outside begin to scream louder. Edna's starting to realize why the place may have been available. How was she supposed to sleep through this? This wasn't normal cat behavior, at least not what she'd ever seen. Edna climbs out of bed and starts down the hallway. Here, kitty kitty, she whispers. Edna realizes her breath sounds nervous as she creeps down the dark hall. She feels warmth as she reaches the kitchen. Edna blinks in confusion. The oven is on. She sees flames licking the oven door. How the hell... Edna screams as she turns to look out the window. The sound came from outside, like something was pounding on the guest house. She steps forward, peering out into the dark yard. She sees... nothing. It's quiet. Muriel crosses in front of the window, scaring Edna to death. The old woman is in a white, flowing nightgown. It's sheer and clings to her thin body as the wind whips around her. She is headed towards the bendy trees with the daisy symbols hanging from them. Muriel gets some distance into the trees when she pauses and slowly turns towards the window Edna was watching from. She stares directly at Edna, 
revealing her eyes are glazed over white, like Muriel isn't inside of them. Edna gasps and jumps back, sliding along the wall until she's crouched on the ground below the window. She was fairly certain Muriel didn't even see her. Edna's chest was heaving. She is trying to catch her terrified breath. Those eyes burnt a hole in the darkest part of her mind. They seem so scary. So evil. Not like the woman she had met earlier that night. But then again, Edna realized she didn't really know Muriel at all. She struggles to her feet, scanning the room for the cat. Where the fuck did you go, Kitty? Edna struggles, but finally figures out how to kill the flames in the oven. She pounds down the hall to the bedroom, looking for her phone. Finding it amongst the blankets, she grabs it and switches on the flashlight. Slowly, she creeps towards the old ladder that has fallen down with the trap door from the ceiling. Kitty? Kitty? Edna climbs the ladder slowly. The wood gives under the weight of each step. You up here? More of Bleeder's Digest, issue number 31. The Cats of Ravensbend Court. After this. slowly. The wood gives under the weight of each step. You up here? Edna pops her head up and with the flashlight scans the storage space in the ceiling. Her hand freezes and begins to shake as she makes out strange shapes and symbols carved into the walls and floor, covering every surface. She spies boxes and a few large shapes covered with white sheets. Okay. You're definitely not up here, and I'm definitely done with this, too, so... Edna scrambles down the steps, now confident the cat wasn't up in the storage room. But why was it open? Did she actually see someone in the house? Were her eyes really not playing tricks on her? So many terrifying thoughts were running through her head. What were those symbols? What was wrong with Muriel? Edna laid back down in the bed. She stared at the ceiling until the sun came up. Her first day of school was going to start out great. Edna got back to the guest house around 4.30 that afternoon. She grabbed her books and tablet from her car and nervously scanned the front yard for any sign of Muriel. It was quiet and deserted. She rushed along the side of the house and scrambled to unlock the front door of her guest house. Edna turns to find her black cat sitting, waiting for her. Where the hell have you been? She swings open the door and the cat darts inside. Oh, Please come in. Edna tried to focus on her homework while she ate a tuna sandwich. The cat sat beside her, purring. You want a piece of this? Edna tore off a piece of her sandwich and put it down in front of her furry friend. The black cat smells it and then lets out a hiss. It swats at Edna, who jumps up. Jesus! I'm sorry, I I thought cats like tuna. That night, Edna tries to drift off to sleep. The sound of cats wailing outside is overwhelming. She wraps her pillow around her head, trying to cover her ears. The black cat is curled up beside her. Edna has been forgiven for the tuna fiasco. Voices wake Edna from sleep. It's pitch dark in her room. She is unsure how long she's been asleep. 
Edna feels around in the darkness for the cat. She feels hair. She slides her fingertips through it and realizes it's long. Too long for a cat. Edna runs her hand lower and feels bone and skin. She chokes in panic. Edna tries to sit up, but something pushes her back down into the bed. Go back to sleep, dear. Edna screams and forces her body up as the voice sweeps into a wail that rushes away from her, echoing down the hall and through the house. Crying in horror, she switches her bedside light on. The black cat is beside her. It looks up and meows sweetly, squinting in the light. Get out! Edna dives from the bed, scaring the cat. She runs down the hall and finds the oven burning once again. What the hell is going on? Edna is sobbing. She doesn't know if she's ever been this scared. She jerks the front door open, and the black cat disappears into the darkness of the backyard. She slams the door and locks it. Edna hustles to get the oven put out. She burns her fingertips and whimpers. She is racking her brain, trying to find a logical explanation for what has been happening to her. A loud sound rings from down the hall. Edna braces herself and heads to investigate. The fucking storage door and ladder had opened. Edna has had enough. She stomps down the hall, slamming the trap door shut. Entering her bedroom, she quickly closes the door behind her. Edna finally has begun to drift off to sleep when the cats begin to wail again. The next day, Edna was beyond exhausted. She was mortified when she fell asleep in her literature class and her teacher stopped the lesson to ask her to leave and go get some sleep. This living arrangement was going against everything she had planned for herself and her fresh start, but Edna knew she had to make it work a while longer, at least until she could find something else this affordable. Right now, she couldn't figure anything out. Not until she slept. Edna slept the whole afternoon away. When she had returned earlier that day around 2.30, there was no sign of the black cat. Although she felt guilty for throwing her little companion out, Edna was also relieved. She needed some uninterrupted rest. A cat's violent scream awoke Edna. It was night, and her room was dark. Shit! Edna jumped out of bed. She ran to the kitchen window, worried that her black cat may be in distress. Fog creeps along the grass in the dark backyard. The trees sway in the wind. In the distance, Edna can make out a pale shape. What is that? She quietly opens her front door, peering out. She is startled when she realizes the pale shape is Muriel, naked, across the yard, facing the fence not moving. There is overbearing and unnatural sounds of cats in distress. Edna realizes something must be wrong with her elderly landlord. She has to go check on her. Edna grabs a sweater hanging by her door and quietly approaches the woman. She is afraid to startle her in case she is having some kind of episode. She just knows she has to get Muriel covered up and back inside. She may need help. Muriel? Edna whispers. She inches slowly across the grass in the moonlight. Muriel has her arms in front of her as though she's holding something. 
The screams of cats grow louder as Edna approaches Muriel's nude figure. Muriel? Are you okay? Edna has reached the woman and comes around so she can see her face. Do you... (gasps) Edna's jaw drops in horror as she realizes Muriel has an orange tabby cat clutched tightly in her bony fingers. Her mouth is agape and stretched open wider than humanly possible. It's a large black void with several rows of pointy, rotten teeth. She is swallowing the terrified cat whole. The sound coming from Muriel is nightmarish and inhuman. The cat cries out in agony. Felines surround them on the fence and down below in the grass, hissing and wailing as their friend is devoured in front of them. Edna tries to stop herself from throwing up, and she stumbles away from Muriel in shock. She runs frantically across the grass, reaching her guest house. She slams the door and locks it. She desperately scans the kitchen, realizing the oven is burning once again. Edna grabs a large storage bench by the front door and pushes it to block the entrance. Hot tears stream down Edna's face as she panics. Fuck. Edna realizes the storage room trap door is open again. A strange sound begins to rise from the ceiling above her. An orange glow flickers from the darkness of the crawl space bouncing off the old wooden ladder. Edna slowly approaches. She takes a step and the hallway floor creaks loudly. Edna slaps her hand across her mouth to stifle her scream. The black cat was rubbing against her legs. She almost tripped over it. The cat meows sweetly, crossing in and out of Edna's legs as she tries to walk. Fuck off, not now! Edna reaches the ladder. She slowly begins to climb. As she raises her head up into the room above, it is revealed to Edna that dozens of candles are lit, laid out in the shapes of the pentagrams carved into the floor below them. The white sheets that were covering the shapes of what was being stored up there had been removed. Eyes glowed in the dark corners not illuminated by the candles. Cat heads. Dead, fucking, decapitated cat heads. Piles of them. Edna moans in shock and slips falling down the ladder and hitting the ground below hard. The black cat hisses at her, approaching her in a stance that was clear it's about to attack. Sounds of whispered voices begin to rise all around Edna. The whispers were saying awful things. Terrifying things. Stop it! She covers her ears as the black cat jumps on her back, tearing at her flesh. Edna screams in the shock and pain. Get away from me! Edna runs down the hall. The cat chases after her. Fuck off or you can end up like your friends! She looks out the window, scanning the dark backyard frantically. No sign of Muriel. The black cat bites down hard on Edna's ankle. She kicks her foot, trying to fling the vicious animal off. Edna spots the oven, flames burning high. In a quick movement, she pulls the handle and lets the oven door fall open. She grabs the poor black cat by the scruff of its neck and throws it inside, slamming the door behind it. Edna chokes on her sobs when she realizes what she has done. The cat's screaming in unimaginable agony. Edna closes her eyes. She can't watch. She was a monster. A different, almost human sound begins to swell from inside the oven. Edna's eyes bulge open, revealing arms stretching from the cat made of human flesh and bone. 
and then legs bubbling and blistering in the flames of the oven. The black cat's mouth opens wide, and Muriel's wrinkled, twisted face rips out from beneath the black fur, screaming with rage and pain. The cat is transforming into its true form, the old woman. Edna was burning the witch to death. The oven begins to rock and sway. No! Before she could find something to block it shut, the oven door flies open. A burned and charred Muriel darts out like a spider attacking its prey. She wraps herself around Edna and begins tearing her apart, piece by piece. She whispers the words, Tay it me up. It's not long until all that is left of Edna are pieces of flesh, hair, and bone. Muriel collects the bone and scalp and tosses it into the oven, slamming the door shut, burning most of Edna's remains. The old woman's naked body is scarred, blisters pop, liquid runs from them, soaking her. As she stands in front of the burning oven, the candles from the storage room illuminating the ladder go dark. The storage door slams shut on its own. Muriel gathers the remainder of Edna's flesh into a large metal bowl. She moves the bench, blocking the front door with no effort, as though it weighed nothing. Muriel steps out into the dark yard and places the bowl of Edna's remains on the ground. Neighborhood cats come running from all directions. They begin to eat, devouring the unluckiest girl there ever was. Three weeks later, a red Mazda pulls up in front of 693 Ravensbend Court. A young man steps out. Couldn't be more than 20 years old. The sun has just set as he steps through the rusted black gate. You're the one interested in renting the guest house. Yeah, that's me. The man is startled when he sees the scars covering the old woman. Sad, he thought. She must have been in a fire. Follow me. Don't mind them cats. They can get a little crazy sometimes. Well, that's cool. I love cats. Mm-hmm. They enter the guest house, and it wasn't more than 30 seconds before the man blurts out, I'll take it. Muriel hands him the keys. He smiles, relieved he found something so quickly. Just leave me be, and we will be fine. Will do. Muriel walks off into the darkness. The man scans his new home from the entranceway. He turns back to close the front door when he spots a black cat sitting on the doormat. Oh, hi, kitty. Want to come in? The Cats of Ravensbend Court Written by Chrissy Fox Featuring Chrissy Fox as Edna Spider One as the narrator and Muriel Witch Fox as the Black Cat Riley Cummings as Man Engineering Production and Sound Design by Chrissy Fox Theme Music by Tyler Connolly, Chrissy Fox, and Trevor Shand Bleeder's Digest is created and curated by Spider One Chrissy Fox, Trevor Shand, and Lauren Shand Subscribe on your favorite podcast provider to never miss an episode Bleeder's Digest is a presentation of the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network